previously on tomorrow's end Oof. what does 99 mean i don't know but i rolled it earlier what do you yeah. want one of your legs comes out of your <laughs> anus you jump into the pile of snow and burst into flames that happens yeah once in a while yeah it depends on how cold it is humanity get here I just can't remember the rest of the world didn't know why the end had come they'd heard on the radio about an attack on the states by either Russia or China over dwindling resources what we knew was that the world was going to end and a crazy man named Morrow had a plan to save the world many teams were frozen in vaults deep underground safely tucked away from all the bombs and nukes flying and the asteroid that would finally end everything. They were supposed to wake up 25 years later and help pick up the pieces, but something went wrong and everyone woke up a lot later that they woke up at all. Cultists, criminals, madmen, They've been living and thriving through the radiation and destruction the entire time. Some good people also survived. They held on to hope by spreading stories. Stories about tomorrow's end. I am going to memorize, if I haven't already, actually that's a good question, have I, from reading through stuff in quote-unquote the book, have I got lines memorized that I can give them a page number and basically recite it from memory? Oh, my God. Quoting it like proverbs at them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God. Hold on. E- yes. Um, there is specifically in, in stuff that you normally look up. You know exactly where to look. So you can say, hey, this file on, on at this far end of the file, there's this, this and this because this is I'm always having to go to back to this damn thing. Um, there's actually things that guy can do the same thing tables and you know stuff like that um every single one of you that have have, always are referencing something specific that's part of your expertise yes there is something i don't think it's going to be a real hard uh time passing this test mr hurst i'm still concerned to make sure that you do not in any way show that it can be what are we going to do if the wrong it, people if they search us what should, should we leave it here no because if they come in the room and find it that's a huge issue um it's very simple it's you know it's a tough book i can i get strapped to my back underneath underneath my my jacket that's not a big deal what if they search? And it's password protected. At the point where they're searching, y'all, I'm something's pretty sure wrong. everything's already gone wrong. Just as long as the password's not one, two, three, four, five. You better believe it's not. Honestly, you made an old man incredibly horrified. A little. So you have him fully, fully concerned? Do you feel that it would pass the test and prove our knowledge to simply quote the book without being asked? I... I don't know how that would go over. They, what is in the book is 
and you see him he's hard he you can tell he's trying to not say thanks but he's also very concerned just to answer the questions we can, when they ans- ask you a question we can do answer that. it don't go beyond i am worried about what you may cause over explaining will be bad yeah, what what do i do do not go in and start shooting Oh, well that's, oh, yeah, that's he still doesn't know you guys have weapons. No, no, and we would never do that anyway. I don't want to kill people unless they're hurting <laughs> us. Unless they're hurting us or my friends. Don't hurt me or my friends and we're good. Unless they sign up for it. Nice. So the guy you took right a there. shot at off the wall, he wasn't hurting you. He was hurting my friends. These people took us in and sheltered us. We we, we want to not we want to not over-explain things is what I'm picking up. Well... The trick is not to look too smart because then they'll think we're dangerous. They're going to think we're dangerous because of of what we're wearing. Fair. That's an issue. But if they think we're just, if they think, sorry, if they think y'all are just ruffians, then uh, as opposed to some sort of high grade engineers. Hold the laptop high in the air when you walk in the room. I have the power, motherfuckers. And call all of them unbelievers. I come in right behind. And call ourselves gods. Ah, uh, yes, yes, do that, do that. You heretics. There is no book, only Zool. Are you the gatekeeper? Yes, yes, I am. Master? <laughs> Are you the ass master? Yes, I am. Huh. Does that make me the crop keeper? Yeah. 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 Okay, anything else you want to ask this gentleman before I have a knock at the door? Before he finish wasting his time. Um, <laughs> I mean, basically, the, the point is not to show our hand, is what I'm picking up. Right. The, the important thing. Um, um, I glance out the window and see what the weather's doing. Oh, okay. It's bad. So, yes. Um, in fact, when you turn around to look at the window, the first thing you notice is like, oh, wow, I can't see out of it. And then you realize... Frost? It's frozen over. Yeah. That's single pane glass. I'd expect that. <laughs> it's raining sideways. Bad. <laughs> Okay, so it's completely frozen over. You can't see out of it. If you rub your hand on it, you can see that it's snowing heavier, and it actually hurts to touch the window. I figured. Uh, I will come back to the laptop and wave over Mr. Hurst, pull up the last image I have. This is what the satellite picture looked like about four hours ago. And if you... And if you look here, he he looks at he looks at the screen very intently. He it's, he, from what you can tell, he probably has never seen the book likely, directly, right? Likely, and that's this is not something that is normally in the book. This is recent data I was able to pull. There is a camera in space above us. As it, as it goes over, periodically we are able to contact it and get pictures in real time of what things are doing in the atmosphere and on land. Is this of any value to your people? That looks like what the seers have access to. That or something like that. was one of the things I was curious about is if they knew that it was there and they were accessing it. If not, I can tell them how to access it if you feel that would be safe to do. Oh, yeah, but if if that's what they're up to, then that will answer, one, a lot of questions, and two, it means that there's not any much more about this weather that we could warn them about, is there? 
by the, while you guys are doing that, a knock is at the door. I will close the laptop and shove it inside of my coveralls. Why I'll, st- now? I'll stay in the back of the room and get it settled in in the back of my coveralls uh, above the belt. I'll go answer the door. Open the door. Okay. Charlie, you open the door and you are greeted by a mountain of clothing and what you assume. And there's a pair of legs underneath it. Hi, can I help you? Take, bring that stuff in. Thank you. And then as soon as he looks at you, he stops talking and he just drops everything. It's a kid and he pretty much wanders off, runs off. So at that. your feet is a whole bunch of a very large, very heavy, looks like very long fur on the inside and the outside. Nice. All these, nice. These, uh, they're like long coats. The better They'll to end travel up about around with. your knees. That's that's not unreasonable. Oh, I'm good with that. Yay! Is gotta, there anything here that actually fits back. me? Yes. If you guys uh, mess around, uh, what Charlie picks out, she finds something that fits Charlie perfectly. Everybody else, it's a little either slightly snug or way too big. When you're all done, you look over at at Guy, and Guy looks like he's swimming in something that's three sizes too large. I'm baby bear. Eh, close enough. It's just right. With that, we should probably go. Agreed. I will lead you there. Try to keep someone in front of you invisible so that you do not lose your way. Everything is ending up white, and it's very easy to get lost. Everybody hold Especially hands. this late say, at it's night. It's simple to just put your hand on the shoulder of the person in front of you. I'll take rear guard. Because yes, it's also dark. I know. So it's not hat. far. You guys got hats. It's Hats are important. It is not far away. Okay. Well, well, I, I got a couple watch caps, too. Oh, hood. Layers. Full Layers face are good. Masks. I like my ears. He specifically says that we're only going to go a couple of blocks that's still, to the theater. That's still, to the theater. Oh, really? Cool. Okay. But that's still fine. We will take preventative measures. When you step outside, this is colder than most of you have experienced. Maybe two of you have experienced this once in a past, but certainly not since you've been outside of the, the bolt hole. Winter survival training. It snows coming down at a decent rate. You really can only see maybe 10 to 15 feet ahead of you and the lights of the buildings when you get near them. So standard Ma- As you get- Michigan winter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's a standard Michigan winter, but of significantly more cold than you're used to. So it's 2012 again. Oh, don't remind me. You finally get, uh, after following your way, basically you get along the side of the buildings, you get up there, and you enter into... The lobby area of a theater. Like a movie theater or a play theater? Like a play theater. Interesting. (gasps) Go on. I wonder if they have a production of Oklahoma going on. No, no, it's only cats right now. It's been running for 130 years. Oh, my God. It's still cats. I am in hell. But upcoming is our town. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Better than cats. Our town is always upcoming. Oh, yes. Our town. Great show to see. Terrible show to be in. When you you get inside, you will see that there's places to hang coats, and there's already... Several coats here, and he's. You see that he's taking his stuff off and putting it up there, and he, he motions for you guys to do so as well. He says, "We can we can warm up here in the lobby. I will go see if they are ready." Excellent, we'll do that. Thank the you. word "lobby" held on. That's kind of cool. Let's yeah, everything in here is. Everything here looks exact. It's well made. 
They have popcorn. There's and, like and a, juju beans. No, well, I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't eat the juju beans. Those things are probably a little hard. By do they have Twinkies? Well, of course they do. Who has Twinkies at a theater to begin with? I have <laughs> questions for you. It's the apocalypse. We need to have Twinkies. They don't last that long. <laughs> it's bad. The cotton candy machines up and running though. Oh, oh yeah, we can make that okay, happen. We're yeah, good. but the shake machines down. We're good, guys. Beat cotton candy. Mm. <laughs> you do notice that on the walls in here, there is there's like Bless stairs you. on the left hand and the right hand side that go up. You assume up to an upper level, and then there is doors in front of you that there's like a double set of double doors ahead of you that he went through one set. Um, this entire lobby area looks like just where people hang about or whatever in between shows or something like that. It's a standard lobby of a a show theater. You do notice that there are red <laughs> banners hanging from the ceiling down along the walls. So there's a circle with an infinity symbol. Have, have we seen this before? Well, yeah. It it's the Mario kind of looks, insignia. Not and exactly. it's missing the M and the P. It's close. It's also the wrong color. Red is Mars team, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. doesn't have the spears. No. It okay. does not have the spears. That's just a circle with the infinity symbol. Yep, that was the puzzle. Okay. After about... 30 minutes someone comes out and wearing now this time wearing red robes well, that's new simply opens the door and points at you and then motions to come here I'll, and he stands aside holding the door open i'll take lead all right, here we go as you all enter you're walking down the aisles of the seated area of the theater and you see the stage in front of you the stage is lit. There is a table with six people at the table. And a, a seventh empty seat from the guy that came and got us, right? Glancing up at the lights. <laughs> okay. What kind of lights? Yeah. These are theatrical cans. There is no way that those fixtures are lasted that long. <laughs> Par 64s? Come on. Okay, a 64 maybe, but if you've gotten lip soil there, I'm going to question some stuff. Well, the lip soils break when you get them. You open yep. the box and it breaks them. Yep. Par 64s, they're going to last through the, the apocalypse. Mm. They look like stage cans. Okay. They look like, honestly, you spot some of the other ones that are not on because they're it's not blowing out your vision. They've even got the levers on them for dropping filters or things in. Well, the question is, are they making new bulbs? Because that's... That's, that's the, impressive. If yeah, that's the thing that. I'm, I'm, I'm watching for. That's not a hard tech. That's just annoying. Correct. However, mm. tungsten. If they're making bulbs, they're making tungsten filaments, which means they're mining tungsten somewhere in the UP, which means we can get tungsten for armor. Or they're ripping tungsten out of the old fixtures. Also possible. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh, look, you fell upon one of my interests. How you doing? Um, so as, as you guys walk up there, you'll notice that the seats have people in them. I expected that. How many? We're know. auditioning. No. There can... For, your guess, there's about 50 people here that are sitting in the galleries. I will walk to there the, is a, directly to the stage, and unless indicated okay. do otherwise, form a line right across in front of the stage. Okay. Not a problem. He, he then, you see him walk to the side of the stage and walk up, on top, uh, up onto it and takes his seat. They have you stand there in silence for almost 10 minutes. Until one of them at the end pipes up, what more do you need to know? You can see that they're not from the 
the commoners. They are from before. Now, everybody has their hoods up, so you recognize this voice. That would be... Oh, good, he's on the council. Kenneth? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Hurst. When he says that, the one gentleman who was sitting close in the dead middle raises his hands and says, Enough. Bring me the book. And when he says that, there's so, uh, someone walks off the stage and then comes back the stage, and you see basically a Panasonic Tough Book that has the Marl logo in the dead center, but this thing looks like it's been through three hells and a handbasket. Uh, most of the paint has been worn off. The power supply isn't correct anymore. This thing looks very jury-rigged, like someone has been repairing it quite a long time. Not surprising. The batteries die. When they set it down in the center... This is their sacred book, and they just keep it on the prop table in the theater? Well, of course. Where would you, <laughs> yes, where else would you keep it? Of course. It? The prop <laughs> table is sacred. It's their no, version of the Disney one. <laughs> yes, the craft table is absolutely <laughs> sacred. Oh, my God. They might when have a they set machine. it down... Ooh. Yeah, but that when they set it down, you see that he flips it open on the top... And then one of the other gentlemen actually grabs the cable and plugs it into the floor. One moment. And then you see they do a couple of things and he says, The book is ready. One of us claims that you are believers. Why would he say such a thing? The term believer means many things to many people. Would you define that for us that we may answer honestly and completely? He says that you're a believer in the message specifically, and you see that he grabs a piece of paper from another one that offered it up and looks at it, and he says, The message specifically says they are followers. So what is it that you follow? The Morrow Project Directive. Ah, you have heard of the directive. Others have stood right there and claimed that they've heard of the directive. So please, explain to me, what is the directive? You got this. I got this. Go ahead, RJ. The directive of the Mara Project (coughs) was to leave teams buried underground to functionally reset society after the collapse. These teams were trained in a multitude of backgrounds and shit, the word is escaping me. Interdisciplinary skills. <laughs> Thank you. They were trained in a multitude of interdisciplinary. I'm sucking at this hard right now. Disciplinary. <laughs> they were that trained. Works. They were trained skills. in a wide the array D-word. of skills. That works. From farming to science to <clears throat> medical to medical. Uh, several military units uh, were placed to keep order. The idea, the intentions were noble. The execution, however, well, we don't know what happened, but something was flawed. RJ. Yes. You are wearing your um, Marl uniform? Yeah. Okay. They want to see my Marine Corps tattoo? I'll show that to them, too. <laughs> when, you st- when you finish talking, the one in the metal middle stands up, goes to the edge of the stage... And looks at each one of you. Pointing your elbow out on radio does not help. Right. <laughs> Ouch. No, it just helps with the breathing. Um, as, as he comes, the, as, he, as he leans or turns toward me, 
I will reach into my uniform and pull out my badge and lay it on the stage. Oh, well, he guns over. He leans over. He looks at it. I am Sergeant Will Jennings, science team S O five, stationed in Mid Michigan. I'll pull mine and set it there too. Yours may make them nervous. You authored some of the things. She's a witch. <laughs> should I not then? No, you should. <laughs> okay. She pulls out an ID tag, and it's made of wood. (laughs) (laughs) I am Charlene Steele of Science Team, whatever that number is. Also, S05. S05. It's funny, because y'all screamed SOS before you got out of the boat hole. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're (laughs) SO5. The evil one, Charlie, has appeared in front of us. The book has foretold. Burn the witch. This one bears the mark. The others, I've not seen this mark before in front of charlatans. This mark. When he says that, who is he indicating? Because when he said this mark is correct, he was pointing at RJ. But the rest of you do not bear that mark. The rest of you bear a mark that they have not seen before. We all have our coveralls on. Miner's just underneath stuff. No, no, no. He's, he's, Mars, he's Mars. Oh, oh, right. Okay. RJ, you're going to have to return. Yep. He returns to sit. Explain yourselves. Well, my name is Richard Johnson, United States Marine Corps, and Morrow Mars Unit. Mars Unit was to provide military uh, aid and protection for the science and recon teams. My companions here were with a science team. I was supposed to be their backup, but as we all well know, some things went sideways. At that moment, you're interrupted (coughs) by Mr. Hurst, who stands up and says, See, I told you. He told you the directive. I told you that they were genuine. One of them actually holds the symbol of the Holy Spears. What more do you need? And that, 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 at that outburst, all the rest of them are start talking to each other and arguing. And the one gentleman in the middle, again, he takes, basically in his hand, he's got what looks like a ball. And he just smacks it on the table a couple times. Enough! Smack them balls. He has the scrotum of speaking. It's a throwing gavel. Does the book explain the others? And you see a couple of, uh, they're looking at it, they're messing with it. We're unsure we would have to do more more research. We would have to... Gentlemen. We would have to ask the book. Gentlemen, open file. You understand what I'm saying, correct? The one gentleman who has the book in front of him, which you are probably guessing is their scribe or whatever they want to call them. The person that's the most familiar with it is looking at you because you are saying words that others typically don't say open file introduction to the morrow project go to page seven page seven will delineate the different teams as well as support teams we have never seen you see him doing a few things he stops he looks at the screen and you actually see him stand up and get stand step away from the book it is as he said how does he know and once again mr hurst stands up he says i told you I would have not have brought you infidels that are not worthy. You know that we sniff them out and we even 
we dispatch them before they even know of the island. These knew of the island before they even arrived. In fact, they were on their way here. Our messengers have been saying that they've been heading, they had a mission to the north. Well, are you? Are we what? Morrow? Were you, yes. were you headed here? What is your pilgrimage here? Our pilgrimage here is to seek more information. Prime Base, which set up the Morrow Project, was supposed to be in place to tell us where we were needed. It no longer exists or is at least unable to communicate with us. The secondary base was on Isle Royale, up in what we knew as Lake Superior, the Great Lake north of the peninsula across the bridge. That is our ultimate goal, but this was a much safer stop considering the weather and the possibility of knowledge. When, as soon as you say that, two of the gentlemen stand up and make motions, and you see other men in, in red robes come in and chase everyone out of the theater. <laughs> because we just said the thing we're never supposed to say. Whoops. No, no, that was intentional. How do you know of Prime Base? Because we are Morrow. Where is its location? You must tell us. As I understood it, we were to prove ourselves to you. Now you have to prove yourself to us. That is information I cannot give to anyone. It's a reversal. Oh my god. Oh my god. We are at a bit of a quandary here. You are telling us things from the book that you could have never had access to. For it has been here for over a century. You know of the holy places. The holy places that must not be spoken of. Which makes me question, are you authentic? Because those that are authentic would never speak of the holy places. As he turns his head to look at Hurst. Oh, if you're looking at him, he didn't tell us nothing. Hurst doesn't even know. The reason we told you is we were told that we had to prove to you that we are who we say we are. No one else beyond Morrow teams are aware of the existence of these places. How you know, I bring into question... Well, you question I mean, us? Got the book. Well, that's true. They do have the book. I lean over and, and nod to Specs. So have you read the entire book? Huh. Only the parts that read suit me. the entire book. No human mind is capable of containing all that is in the human book or the human book. <laughs> in the holy book. Is this where I tell them oh, that hey. I kind of helped write the book? No, no, that sounds like do a it, terrible do idea. It, do it, let me roll, guy. let me roll. Don't, 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 don't try to play. We profit. got enough cognitive dissonance hey. in play. That's, that's the ace we're, we're holding. I know, that's why I'm keeping my mouth shut. Come on, Charlie. No. Do have him flip to the page that's got your picture in it. Come on. Julie's you, keeping her mouth shut. Will, you you've got a pretty good memory. Hold on, let's. And generations to learn and teach from the book. The book was created. Many copies of the book were created to carry on the knowledge of mankind through the disaster. At this moment, Hurst stands up and says, they have already proven in words. They also carry a relic that you will find is not missing from the Great Hall. With, with him saying that, I'll pull out the radio and turn it on. Okay. And, and, lay it, and lay it on the, the stage. 
turn the other one on and we can talk to each other. That was what I was going to do next. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll motion. I'll motion. I'll go down. out into the house. I'll motion down the line. <laughs> Everybody turn your radios on. You're going to wait for him to put, play with it in his hand and you're going to go, yep, boo. Yep, pretty much. He grabs it. Hearst grabs it, takes it up and sets it directly in front of the, the gentleman in the middle. It says, you cannot toss. Ignore this. And first of all, they've never seen one that lit up. Right. Do you know what that device is? Yes. This is the f- voice of the founders. RJ, if you'd be so kind. Click mine on. Chicken little, the red squirrel. Chicken little, the red squirrel. I am at the hen house door. He drops it immediately and steps back. That is impossible. Would you like us to help you get the ones you have working again? Impossible, he says. Can't be done. I'm so lost as to how they managed to job. send back a binary response, but don't get how a radio works. Because it is literally, they have telephones. Uh, yeah, they've got, they've got technology. Just You're, not this technology. Radios the Marvel radios are way beyond them. These are digitally encrypted. Yeah. This is 2019 technology, and anything else that they would have would be... They're on about 1970. Yeah. (laughs) But the thing is, is, okay, it's a communication device. The same as a radio. He's just surprised it works. He's never seen whether it works. Well, I'm sure they've seen the transmitter. He steps back away from it. Then what? Staring at you is trying, almost as if he's trying to, honestly, looks like he's trying to process what he's seeing. As we follow the directive, we are told to help those who need help. Is there anything that you need help with that we could be of assistance that might help prove to you that we are who we say we are? At the moment you say those words, the rest of them start talking among each other. And you, you hear glimpses of conversation such as, I wonder if they know how to fix uh, improve the forge. What about the communications, the radio? And you hear some other talk. Uh, you see, you get words that you did not expect to ever hear. Um, basically, generators, power supp- uh, power systems, a forge, and so on. Well, forge I'd expect. That's pretty old tech. Oh, yeah. Right. But there, there's, they all immediately start wondering if they, you have access to more information than they have. And that's the biggest thing that you're that's the biggest thing that you're getting is that it sounds like that you need to <clears throat> fill in gentlemen please if you will hot from the book we were basically drilled on it quizzed on it we had to know how to do these things so that we could do our job it may seem that we know more than we should but this is what Morrow was. We had to know that we could carry on mankind. Our biggest concerns is you keep using words that are that will cause unrest. Why do you speak of the project in the past tense? Because for most people, it is only a legend now. The time that the project was supposed to wake up is long past. Therefore, many communities only believe it to be a legend. If we speak to it as though it is currently ongoing, some may attempt to exploit it for their own gains, for their own power. This is not something we would have happen because that, that in itself 
defies the directive. Why am I the one doing all the talking? What the hell? Because if I talk, I always say the wrong thing, and then we end up shooting each other. And you're certifiably the wonk. I mean, I'm the military guy who's got a couple of farming skills. Uh, (laughs) And in fairness, like... I mostly want to see how this plays out. Yeah, we just picked you and up he's along just, the way. Yeah. So he's he's like still trying hitchhiker. to Yeah, he's he's still trying to lay low for the most part. He mostly just wants to wander around the island and see what happens next. And guy just looks freaked <laughs> out. Spex is waiting Spex is waiting for the moment of they're heretics, we should burn them, and he's gonna go, Yes, yes, burn them. Burn them. Burn all the heretics. <laughs> I told you. In literally any other campaign, I accidentally pick up party face role, so it's really nice to not have to do that yeah. today. Well, it kind of is your default. You're, you're sort of a living bard, so that happens. Uh, I have I have what the kids call diplomancy, so you shouldn't let me talk unless you want everything to go your way and Tim to be mad. Right. Mm. Besides, if I reveal too much, then... Well, that's that's coming. We're, we're probably going to I've actually got we're a couple ideas on that, because we're going we're gonna to impress them with some stuff. Hey, just a quick question. We don't have another pair of headphones, do we? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, right there. Okay. Oh. Oh, because uh, if we do, I mean, Patrick could at least listen in. Do we have another? Yeah, we have another Jack. Okay. Uh, Tim, question. Yeah. Observe roll. 49 for okay. four successes out of 62. Um, am I hearing any muttered things amongst them of note? Yes. Yes. There is the two on the end that are closest to you are having a conversation about items in the Great Hall. Specifically, the one all the way the closest to you mentioned the one next to him. I wonder if they could repair anything that's in the hall. The conversations go on for a moment until you you notice that the um, the gentleman in the middle finally regains his own composure. Does he pick up the radio or does he still leave it on the table? He leaves it on the table and says, we will have to think about this further. We will need more information. We are unfamiliar with local customs and what is is not allowed to be said. Would it be possible for us to stay away from the local population while you convene? And considering the weather, that is something of an issue. Oh, incidentally... um, the weather is going to get somewhat worse in the near future, in the next couple of hours. The snowfall continue, will continue and will get heavier. What other information are you looking for? You say all the right things. You have a functional artifact which concerns us. We need to decide what's the best plan moving forward. Why should that concern you? If you are truly who you say you are, this could cause issues. Define issues. Do you believe in a god? Of a sort. How would you feel if you had gods walking among you? We are not gods. We are not giants. We are but men, just like you. We are simply trained in a different way. Yeah, but... Did you not see what you passed on the way in. And at that at that moment, Hurst stands up. He says, the snow is blowing hard. You could barely see the building. I could barely see the people in front of me. And he says, then one of you, go out the main doors and look at what is next to the street 
directly in front of the entrance. RJ, you got a radio up. Radio up. Could you could you radio that back to us? That I haven't been super chatty. I can go. Okay. I'm mostly looking to not be stared at right now. Well, do you do you have a radio? He's got a radio. He can. Let's both go. Let's Take, both go. All right. All right. I'm gonna run away. Okay, bye. See you guys. We trap buddy system. Guy. Buddy system. I'm just Canadian. Can I just go home? No. No Canada for you. No Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Okay, so we go Bad. outside. Okay, you guys can put your stuff back on. You go outside. It's at least at a, it's a point where it's a lull in the snow, but it's still bitter-ass cold. The street light, there is what... When you walk out, you go look and you go, oh, and yeah. Charlie's face is there on is the a, building. For there's a sake. freaking... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a statue. Between the entryway and on the side... Uh, at the edge of the sidewalk to the, towards the street, there's a statue. You're looking at the back of the statue, so you guys walk around the front side, and dramatic reveal. I, RJ recognizes it immediately. I want Specs to give me a roll. 60. Okay. A, I gave you a... You had to go under, under 70 to recognize this, because you have dealt with a Mars team before. Oh. Um, you're staring at a bronze statue of two men... Standing there aiming, one aiming a pistol, the other one aiming a rifle, that are both behind a man in what looks like a large metal suit. Basically, you're looking at someone in a ham suit. A ham suit. God, the ham suits. And below it, it says, our protectors, our founders, the ones who give us today. And it lists three names. Oh, look. oh, and by the way, one of the names is Hearst. Do you want to radio that back? Okay. I'm standing in front of a statue of uh, three men, one pointing a pistol, one pointing a rifle, and both of them standing behind a man in a ham suit. The inscription reads, Our founders are protectors, and it lists three names. Mr. Hearst is one of those names, I'm guessing. Oh, I, don't have, I don't have the damn radio. It's on the table. I do. Okay. It, it's just, it's just here being the projected table. into the room. It's fine. Which freaks the hell out of everybody that's at the table. Yeah! Is Mr. Hurst one of those names? I say into my... Oh! Why, yes, Mr. Hurst is one of those names. Are y'all telling me y'all made a religion around a Mars team? Because I'm going to have opinions. <laughs> what are the other names? I'm going to let that be nice and loud so they can hear that across the radio. Joe Rogers and Gary Voss. Joe Rogers, no Gary Voss. <laughs> I don't like that you just had a spark of recognition. That 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 unsettles me slightly. Do I know these names? Uh, you right now you do not recognize them. If you actually probably could go through your stuff, you might find some information on them. It's nothing that stands out. Okay. Them's a soldier. Uh, Tim. Yes. I'm going to lean into Charlie's radio and, and have her key the mic and describe the Gary Voss that I was in basic with. Is that him? Um, what he describes across, I, it's bad weather right now, and it's a... It's a bronze, so it's not... I think from the, the bronze and everything, he, it, it doesn't ring a bell. No, it would just been weird. Not with the... Uh, not with the... Um, the statue, not especially in the conditions that you guys are looking at. All right, right did now. you go through my background and, and steal that name out of it, Tim, or is that just dumb luck? I might have. I don't know. Okay. GM's not giving you secret information. The answer is a soft no, but he's doing it now. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. We're heading back in. 
So they're going to shit themselves when they see what uh, RJ's got. I have to imagine that information would have been forwarded to them. Yeah, you would think. So, so, ham suit. Um, Do you gentlemen have one here? That that immediately sparks even more conversation. And several of them going, shh, why? That's a yes, but it's broken. Do you want (laughs) us to fix it? RJ is a pilot and can teach you to use it. I can. Uh, are we in? Are we back in yet? Yeah. Okay. I. I. Yeah. I, I could. Yeah, between me and Will, we could actually make pretty much anything you've got work. I'm sure. They. They. You hear more discussions and things like that, and that basically they go. There is a chamber above this building that is private. It is designed for those of us in the order that if we need to keep away from the rest and for reflection. They're in the penthouse and they're using it for, uh, yeah. In the VIP. In the green oh, yes. room. The jacuzzi <laughs> is full of bullets. Is that where the orgies happen? In the jacuzzi. We would prefer that don't speak of the orgies. <laughs> stay here and we will send someone to collect the rest of your things. And that's why I didn't leave things behind. I think I kept everything on me, so I'm set. Because if you're carrying stuff, oh, it keeps you warm. Oh, my Celine Dion records are there. No, they're back in the vehicle. Hello, I was going to say, Grim. why did you oh, bring shit. records with no Victrola? Like, what's up? There is talk among them that they want you to possibly look at I- items in the Great Hall. But there's arguments about having you get access and things like that. Um, no touch, Obvious that you're going to have to deal with. The problem is, is you've got seven people that. In six different opinions. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Well, you know, there's at least one of them, uh, one on the the whole group well, that that's why I well, said believes you. Opinions. Well, tell you what. Yes. And th- this is me actually speaking up for once. Tell you what. Between me and Will and RJ, we can pretty much fix whatever you hand to us. Now, you don't need to let us into some great hall of relics. Bring, Heck. It, bring it to us. Yeah. Heck, well, what, what do you say? Would it be fair if uh, we hand them one of our radios and we see if we can tinker with one of theirs? It's probably just dead battery. Ooh. That's easy. Okay, you make that offer. Yeah, you're more than welcome to have mine. There you go. We will do such a thing, but if you damage the relic, we keep this. You're keeping that okay. anyway. I'm giving that to you. Or just offering to fix <laughs> the other one. You, you'll, you'll know if it's fixed by the time we talk to you through it. <laughs> well, I may have four spares. So. Yeah, I know. This is acceptable. We will have the. We will have it delivered. Until then, please. Restrict your movements to this building only. And if you need anything, you may pick up the communication device that is in the room and tap the top button on it several times until someone answers. He's indicating a phone, isn't he? I love room service. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's bake lights everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, does this theater have a sound system? Oh, we could get Maybe. mean and weird quick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got my zone. We can play all I, the Nickelback. I can voice of God some weird shit. <laughs> can we play with the sound system? And if one of my e-readers has a bunch now. of files in it. And let me totally introduce new. you all to dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing we introduce them to is internet friends. <laughs> system is due by strong. The heretic have blown the holy speakers. We must burn them. Those drivers right, so had to be redone they, anyway. <laughs> you are led up the, the basically back out to the, en- the entryway. 
up the stairwell. The left-hand stairwell has a continuing stairwell that goes all the way up to another level where there is a room that has several cots, a couple of couches, things like that, desk, a table, several chairs, uh, cabinets on the wall. Um, It is warm. There is one small window that faces north. And that's about it. And it does have, well, it's got a couple of electric lights, and that's about Even it. Even better. Okay. Uh, faces north. That looks in over the rest of the island. Yes. Uh, looking for lights, particularly looking up toward the hotel. Okay. You look out, you see in between the, uh, the snow squalls, once in a while, some glimpses of lights that are in the distance, but not much. You don't see any details. It's, it's now... Well, about 10 no, o'clock at it's, night. It's night, and there's, you know, just the fact that electric lights makes it easier than it would be otherwise. All right. Uh, may as well rack out until somebody gets here. Get settled in when someone knocks at the side of the door frame because there's no door. And there's a, a kid holding basically a pillow that has a beat up radio on it. Uh, uh, uh. We'll take that, young sir. Okay, take you just grab the radio the or pillow. don't touch the oh, radio. Oh, we'll take the pillow as well. We will we don't, will respect yeah. their customs at least until okay. they're out so of you sight. Take the whole thing. It, the moment you take it, he feels very you see that he suddenly becomes more relaxed like he's not going to get like murdered for dropping something. He immediately takes off. Runs back down cuz you you you're scary. Well, yeah. We are scary. We've all met Charlie. That's an understandable excite, uh, emotion to experience. Pulling my little toolkit out of the leg pouch. Um, okay. Multimeter and, and screwdrivers and all that bullshit. Um, dead battery, isn't it? <laughs> well, at first, you look at this thing and you go, wow, this has been through hell. The plastic covering on the display is cracked. Uh, the Several of the buttons in the front are completely worn off. You can't see what they were, but you look at yours, you can figure out what they are. Um, exact same model, everything else. <clears throat> you gonna just swap the battery in? Yep. All we need to do. Well, I'm gonna look at the board. I'm gonna look at the board for for burst capacitors first. When you open it up completely, you immediately see what's wrong. The seal has broken. This thing has had water intrusion. There's a mouse in it. Oh, uh, water intrusion's gonna hose all kinds of corrosion inside. Yes, it, it's dirty. It, it's corroded on the inside. It's in bad shape. Well, if we can't fix it, we can at least show them what's wrong with it. Can I do a board swap in the period of time we have? Oh, yeah. That wouldn't Absolutely. be too difficult. And if we really want to make that convincing, I could carve up some new buttons. No need. Buttons <laughs> just worn. But what? we could do a board swap easily. Yeah. Just make it look like we really cobbled some engineering into it, you know. Not, not, you not, are going not, to destroy not. the radio that you're taking the parts out of. Well, I realize that, but we have spares. And not many. Four. And Specs is going to want one. Well, if you're going to yeah, you know, I didn't give one away, so. Yeah. Uh, looking at the the water intrusion on it, um, how screwed is it? It's It looked like it got wet from one of the sides, and that's where it came in. It doesn't look like it was, like, sitting underwater. It looks like it was just the rubber seal dried out, and it just it got wet a couple times, and it kept getting in, kept getting in, so... And, of course, if the water gets in, it's not going to dry out on the inside because there's no air movement. Right. But is it recoverable as it sets? Yeah. If you were able to completely take the time in, in a full lab and clean it up, you might be able to repair this. Um, you'd have to wash the boards and everything else, try to clean up any corrosion that's in between any of the chips and stuff like that. 
Um, in fact, actually, you're thinking that if you unsoldered all of the all the uh, surface mount chips, cleaned the board, cleaned them, and resoldered back on, that you would be able to fix it with maybe some minimal repair parts needed. But you would need the lab that you have dragging around behind That's your truck. That's what I figured, yeah. Okay, we, we're, we're not going to sacrifice a radio for this, but we can explain to them gonna, what happened. I was going to say, I don't know. I'm pretty handy with the soldering. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> This gives this gives us an out, if nothing else. I mean, obviously, in this weather, we're not going anywhere. But this is a, you know, let us take stuff back and fix it. That's a, that's a ride out of here if we need one. Right, but they handed us challenge one. True. To try and fix a thing. True. How do we prove that's worth the effort of getting us out? If we can't fix the thing, well, they're not going to be getting us out right now. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not right, that's right. not a problem. I'm not worried about getting out in the first place. I mean, I am, but yeah. challenge one, we got a direction on it. We can fix it, just not with what we have right now. Right. Exactly. Seems like a totally acceptable answer to me. Exactly. We can fix it, but with the technology we have stored elsewhere, we have a present to show you. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, you do realize they're going to follow us to said present and their brains are going to explode. Yes, because there's a ham suit standing next to it. Which a is really big one. We are the 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 big big ham suit, not yeah. just the regular ham suit. Correct. Which is more proof of who we are. That Next one to the is striker a striker on top suit. of the cash. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad, Tim. <laughs> yes. Here, pick, 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 pick. Um. So you're gonna say, um, yeah, we can't fix it, no, no. but if you take us elsewhere, we can. No, no, we can fix it, not with the tools we have here. We didn't bring the tool. He, he didn't bring his tools. I say convincingly. Is there anything in the med kit that could help? No. no. Okay. However, while we're while we're away from stuff, if we could get Guy to stand watch and make sure nobody comes up and catches us doing what I'm considering doing. What are you considering doing? We pull out the laptop and figure out what Charlie authored. Because at that point, we have an ace where we can quote this file, this page, that's her. We literally wrote the book. Ooh. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, well, you <laughs> but do be. it. You should be. Right. Guy, guy is always un- uncomfortable. Well, that's, so. that's exactly why we're using him as a, as a scout. Okay, how many exits do we have to this room? I'm not well, sure if you anybody. like being cold. Well, the window is, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, if if the snow piles high enough, that that's a jump somebody could make <laughs> once. <laughs> once. We're several stories up now, two at least. Oh, I jumped out of higher shit myself. That'll be fine. I don't trust Tim's dice to let it be fine, but it could be fine. That's the problem. Yeah. Tomorrow's End is played with the Morrow Project version 4.0 game system available from Timeline LTD at www.timelineltd.com. We also use, with permission, the ambient sound collection from tabletopaudio.com. Check them out for a ton of ambient soundscapes for your tabletop RPG sessions. Until next time...